Do you sometimes struggle with decision-making? Stay tuned for an interesting conversation about being energetically committed. Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to Team Success. I was talking with my strategic support partner, Nicole, and she mentioned a term that I thought was really intriguing, and I wanted to share it with you. She said, I have to be really energetically committed before I take something on. And I was like, just stopped. It was like, that is the most incredible term. What do you mean by that? And so then we went on to have a conversation. So I'm going to relate it to you. She and I make decisions very differently and particularly a different pace. So one of the things that she says, she said, I sit with decision-making longer. Now, again, it's all relative. I'm someone, especially if it's around a recording or someone says, oh, would you like to? Pretty much that's the part of the sentence they've got to. And my answer is yes. And I interrupt them. I don't even hear what it is. <laughs> and then I figure out later on how I'm going to make that happen. And then Nicole's decision-making process is quite different. She really will think it through. She will learn all the facts she can about it. She'll organize them. She'll make sure it's something that she really wants to do and that suits her natural instincts and talents. So it's really kind of fun. I do too, just, well, I might skip the planning portion of it. But, you know, do I want to do this? Am I capable of doing it? Good. And then the planning part comes much, much later. So it's just kind of a fun way of thinking about something. I thought, you know what? How do people get into trouble with themselves and with teamwork is because they're not energetically committed or they are in only one part of the mind. So this goes back to a model that I learned when I got certified in Colby. Colby talks about it, but it's been created by numerous researchers in that there are really are three parts to the mind. And I actually relate them to the body because that's kind of where you experience them. So to be involved in something, you have to decide whether or not you actually want to do it. So this is your heart. And this is where Colby's creative process kicks in, is that if you don't want to do something, it stops there. (laughs) You just won't. You know, you won't actually take something on. So even though I might have the capability, if I'm not interested, I'm not going to move ahead with it. And then you really also have to look at the cognitive. Is it something that you're capable of? Do you have the skills? Do you have the knowledge? Do you have the experience? Or do you have the means to go and get the knowledge, skills, and experience that you're looking for? You know, do you have the mental horsepower for it is another question. Or does the person you're looking for have the mental horsepower for the project that you want? That's another very important consideration. And then finally, and this is where the Colby Index comes in because it measures your striving instincts. Do you have the right instincts for the task, for the role, for the project to do your part of it? And it's so interesting. We can get ourselves into such hot water. This is probably why I fell in love with Colby is because I knew that intellectually I was capable of something. I wanted to do it, but then I just wouldn't. So if you've listened to my podcast on unique abilities, scheduling is one of the things I have no mental energy for. It happens for the shortest amount of time at the last minute, which is sometimes not what the project requires. I remember I took on one time creating a mailing list. So everyone gave me you know, it wasn't much, a dollar or so to put it together and to send it out to everybody. And, you know, I certainly had the intellect to be able to input names, but then I just never did it. And I felt guilty. And then I had to donate the money because I felt so bad. (laughs) It was one of those lesson learned, never take on that type of activity ever again, because I will fail. It had to do with organizing information. I didn't know about my Kobe back then. So no, I would never in a million years take on that task now even though I'd have the smarts for it and I wanted to, I really wanted to help out this group of people. I'm sure they figured it out the next year, but I still feel bad. It was one of those 
oops, I was not energetically committed in all three ways. So I want to talk this through because I think it's really key. You know, if you've had circumstances where you know you had the right instincts for it, but you didn't care about it, you weren't interested, or sometimes that you did not have the knowledge you wanted to and you had the right talents, but frankly, it required five years of experience and you had none. Earlier in your career, you probably had job applications that were like, oh, if I just had more experience, that would be the best job ever. So it's interesting because we've all hit this at some point. And my definition of a really happy, capable, and productive contributing human being is when their head is aligned with their heart, is aligned with their gut, which means that your cognitive matches with what you want and what's called your affective, you know, your desires, your wants, and it's also aligned with your will. When I can help someone get super, super clear on all those things, oh my gosh, it's like the sun comes out from behind the clouds, angels start singing. It's like the person is on their right path. You know, they are doing what they are meant to be doing in the world and in the way that they're meant to be doing it. This is really, really important. So I am a huge fan, and this is why I love the term that Nicole coined, which is being energetically committed and paying attention to those sensors. So sometimes you're like, yep, want to, yep, Mm, my gut's telling me not a good idea. You know, there's a wrong fit somewhere. You need to pay attention to that. Your body has some wisdom that sometimes your mind takes a little bit of time to catch up with. So you want to want to pay attention to that. You want to listen. You want to sit with it a little bit longer to say, okay, does that really make sense? And you'll know this is key because we've all had circumstances sometimes in our younger years where we were probably a little less self-aware where you're like, ooh, I knew that was a bad idea, but I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I want to avoid that going forward for your future. How is it that we can really get ourselves lined up, which means you have to be a little bit aware of the things that you care about, the things that you know about, and things that you are willing to take action on, and for whom? You know, I love Dan's criteria. Who do you want to be a hero to? Who do you want to make a difference for? That is a great way to help line yourself up. It will keep you out of trouble because you'll be like, okay, I care about that person. I don't so much about that particular audience. Not that they're not good people. They're just not my audience. So as people get older, as they mature in terms of business, in terms of life, in terms of themselves, we get a lot more particular about you know the people with whom we want to work. And that includes team as well as clientele. So I think that because we've made some mistakes and we've learned I thought I was committed, but I wasn't really. Just the last thing I want to end with is our definition at coach of a mess. M equals O minus C is the formula. So a mess is equal to an obligation without the commitment. So this is when you say yes to something because you think you should, but then there is one of those forms of commitment that's missing. So my goal is to help you get really, really clear on how to be energetically committed. Again, is your intellect aligned? Do you have the knowledge that you need? Is your heart involved? Do you care about it? And finally, is this something that engages your will? Lots of times I think, oh, something's really interesting, but I have no will to do anything about it. Hmm, that doesn't make it on the list. Not a problem. Next is really how I like to think about it. So I hope this conversation about being energetically committed is interesting and provokes some great thinking. And hopefully, like me, you'll avoid some of the messes that would have happened if you weren't paying attention. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please let me know at questions at strategicoach.com. As always, here's to your team's success.